Did you know that this podcast is a part of the Jayzo Modcast Podcast Network? Chances are, if you enjoy this show, you'll find other great podcasts on the network, too. The Jayzo Modcast Network offers you a choice of shows seven days a week, starting with Monday. Join Rebecca C. Lofgren, Aaron Illick, and David K. Montoya in Seeing Red. The trio dive deep down the rabbit hole each week with a combination of geek and weird news. Then on Tuesdays, join the boys from the Great White North, Mike Lutz, Rob Bellamy, and Jason Beckard in the movie Madhouse as they bring you everything Hollywood and more. On Wednesdays, Reaper Rick's Tree Frog Expose Cafe, where he crosses the line of limits as he gives us news that is unforgettable and personal views that you'll definitely remember as well. Spend Thursdays with Jim Bennett and Nick McKelvey as they join forces in American Fat Ass Podcast to talk about various topics from news, sports, to their personal lives, all the while with a humorous slant in an unapologetic fashion. Fridays, Rob Bellamy is joined with Mike Lutz as they jump in the Wayback Machine to explore the archives of the JZO Modcast to give you three hours of audio entertainment in Flashback Fridays. Saturdays, join JZO Modcast founder David K. Montoya as he explores the world for a single of Who's the Boss? Then Sundays, finish the week with What We Think with hosts S. Sadie Burbank and David K. Montoya as they tell us exactly what they think about pop culture, celebrities, and the world at large with a ton of vulgarity mixed in for good measure. The JZO Modcast Podcast Network. We've got what you want seven days a week for free. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to check us out at jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. And now enjoy this free jazelmodcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Hey, <laughs> see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Sunday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. Welcome back, Sadie Burbank. We missed you. Yay. Me too. I missed you too. So let's just cut. Let's do a little pre-talk. Okay. A little pre-interview, as it were, and then we'll get into the show. Okay. How was it? How was vacation? It was was very nice. We went fishing. Well, (laughs) we went for the purpose of fishing. Right. Which is totally different from actually fishing. <laughs> which in this case we couldn't do because the fucking wind wouldn't quit blowing. And you probably know enough about fishing to know that you can't stand at the edge of a lake no. and cast your line into the water against the wind. It's like spitting in the wind. You right. Can't, you can't. It just comes right back at you. Yeah. Be like, ah, oh, I got a hook in my eyebrow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or you cast it out. Where did that go? I don't know, about 14 inches <laughs> offshore, you know. Um, so, and, and it snowed too, which the snow thing I could handle. That was not a big deal. Uh, it was cold, but it, w- it was colder because it was windy. Right. Had the wind not been blowing and had it just been snowing, we would have fished as it was. Oh, and then one day we had a boat 
and motor out on the lake. That was also a really bad idea. It was like a perfect storm out there. It was so choppy. It was scary. Uh, but we, of course, made it safely back. But again, we couldn't fit. I had like a bite. That said just one? Right, out on the boat. And then uh, when the next day we were bank fishing, and I had a bite then. That was it. That was the extent of our fishing. So you could say we got skunked. <laughs> so bad. Especially since it wasn't free to go stay up there. However, uh, it was beautiful. The snow was nice. I like to watch it snow. Uh, the little deer that are indigenous to the surrounding area, they come down into the uh, where the cabins are, uh-huh. like morning and night. And they've been doing this for years. We've been going up there for years. This is Convict, by the way, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Convict Lake in the eastern Sierra. And it's about, what, 10 minutes from Mammoth? <clears throat> 10 minutes south of Mammoth, yeah. And uh, 7,500 feet in altitude. Okay. And uh, the deer would come down from wherever they live. And they nose around in the, in the camp, you know, camps around the cabins. And uh, one night they spent a lot of time underneath our neighbor's porch. And this one was really going away at something in there. And I said, there must be some food or something in there. Come to find out, we think it was water that had puddled. Oh. And they don't have the the environment there surrounding the cabin area. Um, there's not a whole lot of water. I mean, that sounds stupid because it's right beside a lake, but not necessarily where the deer can easily access it. Right. So, um, and there's a creek also, again, the same problem. There's a road between them and the creek, and there's a road between them and the lake, and there are people around. They know the people are not going to hurt them because they've been coming there for years. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, it's, you know, that makes it sound like all these deer are 50 years old. <laughs> They're not, but, I mean, they, they, they learn. Right. You know, they learn their safe areas. Uh, anyhow, whatever they were at, they, they one night there were like nine deer had come down into the cabin area. And they uh, <laughs> one deer was licking away at something, and this other deer was pawing on her, trying to get her out of the way so this one can get in, you know, and that one. And they all didn't want to take turns, but they pretty well did. And they all got to lick whatever it was, and they were happy, and then they all went away. <laughs> you know, they, but it was kind of fun. They, it's still... About, oh, I'd say 10 degrees colder up there on average throughout the 24-hour day than it is here at home. So um, <clears throat> the deer are still in the process of shedding their winter coats. Ah, uh, okay. You know, so they look really scraggly right now. Right. You know, because they're like half furry and half not. And and then also they're just terribly skinny, scrawny. I mean, there's no meat on their bones to speak of. No, no fat for sure. And it's just because it's, you know, been a hard winter. They right. haven't had their summer fattening up time yet. So well, that it's made, it's it's still snowing. Yeah, well, <clears throat> there is that, too, yeah. So, but it was it was nice. Uh, I enjoyed it. it. It snowed enough to enjoy the snowing, but it didn't pile up or anything, so we didn't have to mess with any of that. So right. that was cool. Then we had a really nice, relaxing time, and... And I didn't have to cook any fish when we came 
<laughs> That's a plus. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I was going to give them to you guys if we had caught any because I don't. Oh, I love. I fish. don't do fish. I just don't do fish. And Ernie's not that crazy about them. We just like the doing of it, the fishing. Right. You know. So, but it was very nice. We had a great time. Hit the casino on the way home. A couple of little Indian casinos. Um, one in Bishop and then one further down in Independence. Little tiny casino. It was kind of fun, though. We played for like an hour on their money. Really? Yeah, I felt bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, that's the way it goes. But it was it was, it was was fun. We had Very a nice cool. time. Uh, Good to be home, though. God, there's nothing like your own bed. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say you probably, but you're ready to, or you were ready to go home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, You know, about three or four days away is about as much as we can take without, unless it's really comfortable. Right. And, you know, there's always something that you can pick apart and go, well, it's better at home, you know. Right. My, I like my bathroom better. I like my bed better. You know, whatever. Um, while I'm thinking about this, because we didn't get a chance to because you went on vacation, mm. but I want to tell your son, Bob, that we had a great time. Um, you did have fun with him, didn't we? And yeah. playback, you know, because when I played back, did uh, editing on it, and it yeah. was just uh, absolutely fun to listen to. Oh, good. Every time I passed it through, you know, did oh. a, did a, a play-by. Yeah. I, I just I listened to the whole thing, and, and I really enjoyed it, and I'm glad that he came on the show. I wonder what people are going to think when they realize that it's my son and I having the, the conversation that we did <laughs> toward the end of the of the show. Uh, the three of us were talking about um, making love in the movies, as yeah. nicely as I can put it. <laughs> and do they really do it or not? You know, um, but Bob and I have always had a very uh, open and above board relationship. Right. You know, I mean. He's a grown man, for crying out loud. And fortunately, he's allowed me to be, even though I'm his mom, he's allowed me to be a, a, an individual and hasn't labeled me with this, oh, well, you can't talk like that. You're my mommy. Right. Bullshit. You know, because... We're all human beings. A, that's not going to wash. <laughs> and B, that's not going to wash. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was, it was, I think it was a good show. It was fun to do. We had quite a few downloads. Good. Um, I, I thought it would be funny, so I named it uh, It's Miller Time. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that on Facebook. That was good. And I also saw on Facebook that you and Lacey did a fill-in show for us Yes. while we were gone. And that, so that I am grateful to both of you for doing that. Oh, no problem. Um, we had everything set up from a previous podcast, and it was still early enough. And I was like, Lace, it's my birthday. Yeah. And happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. It was a very nice day. You had a nice, relaxing... Yes. Good. But, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of conjured into it, and we talked, and it was only a, a half an hour show, but, you know, that's that's was just perfect, because Good. I made it a little special. Yeah. So, this is actually episode 45. Really? Yes. Wow, we're getting close to 50, huh? We are. Mm. 52 is the magic number. Yes, that's right, 52. Um, let's see. What do I have to tell you this week? Okay, well, we discussed... I have a book coming out. Oh, yes. Um, it's been uh, four years in the making. I kept putting it off, putting it off, uh, especially through the MythWorks when I was putting out other stuff. Uh, I decided that, well, since I'm not dealing with any of the other outside um, workers, as it were, mm -hmm. I'm, I just decided to put out my own book, and mm -hmm. that's coming out... 
Friday, May 30th. The title of the book is It's a Dark Ride. 13 short stories, one poem, and it, it... it's uh, there's a thriller suspense to zombie stuff. I mean, there's kind of like everything. There's even one particular. It's my one of my favorite stories, and it's actually funny, and it's called Hell of a Time. Mm-hmm. And it's what happens when a Colombian drug lord dies and goes to hell. It's hysterical. <laughs> I read it and I'm like, I wrote that. <laughs> yeah, you ever have one it's of those? Funny things? when you make yourself laugh. Yes. I mean, you wrote it. You know what's coming, and it's still funny. Yes. <laughs> Um, so it was it was really fun. There's uh, a couple of different stories that I, I dedicated to. Um, there's one called Call of the uh, Call of the Blackbird, mm-hmm. and that was very Edgar Allan Poe ish mm. type style writing. Mm. Um, and then there's one called uh, The Last Supper, which I, at the time when I was in Ely when, when we were living there. I was consuming a lot of Ray Bradbury work mm. online, mm-hmm. and when I started writing, that's what came out mm-hmm. was that type of that uh, thriller esque mm-hmm. type stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a, like I said, there's a lot of stuff in there that I think not only for uh, the horror fan or someone who's in the to thriller, but like I said, there's. Plenty of stuff, you know. It's me and zombies. Okay, so mm-hmm. you, you've got to know that there's going to be a couple of zombie stories in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and that'll be coming out. What they say, May thirty. May thirty. Then, yes, I've started working on a new script. And to make a very long, long, drawn-out story short, um, we were in, in the process of negotiation and selling the uh, Yotnam script. Mm-hmm. That has fallen through. I've mm. emailed the guy quite a few times since we've last talked about it. Mm-hmm. He just he doesn't even you know email me back. Mm. Uh, doesn't even say David who. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I decided. You know what? I wish I, I had a story to tell that would work with my art style because a Yotnum I is not my type of art style. Mm-hmm. It's very detailed, very you know gritty and. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I do have a story. So I'm actually taking one of my old comic books and I'm converting it into a script. Okay. And it's only going to be like an hour long because it's a comic book script. Yeah. So, you know, that conversion isn't going to make a full, you know, hour and a half or, you know, type of feature. It's just going to be a short film, hour long. And... I'm going to bring everybody in. We're going to do the recording. And as I listen to the recording, I'm going to, I'm physically going to draw the cartoon. Oh, cool. And I think it, and realistically, it's going to take me about two to three years to complete. Wow. But the thing is, is it, it matches my art style. The story does. Mm -hmm. And I'll be able to do essentially everything myself. Put it together. I That's have a big plus. All, all the equipment. That's a big plus. And yeah. then we can have something out there. Cool. Very cool. So that's what I've been up to. You've been busy. Yes. I haven't been doing anything. Just doing the laundry and trying to get back to normal routine, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> Speaking of normal, let's go ahead and get into our normal, normal. format. Speaking Each normal. and every week we get together and we find out what you, the listeners, have to say or tell us what you think. And this is what we call the Brown Bag Email Special. Okay, Sadie, what do we got this week? Okay, the first message that came 
was is from Abigail Glover. Okay. Uh, United States. And it's episode the new one. <laughs> I think she may mean the last one she listened to. Okay. But I'm not sure. <clears throat> Farah Abraham, or is it Abram? Abraham. Okay. Farah Abraham's erotic erotica shit will fit nicely on the shelf next to her Christian-based children's books that she's writing and for someone who claims she was raped on the Vivid set she sure is doing her best uh, to cash in on that and while I'm thinking about it if it's her first book and has yet to be released how can the cover art claim she's a New York Times bestseller author. That's her question. So I'm going to let you deal with that because there are too many things in here. I haven't got a freaking clue what she's talking about. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, see. Abigail. No, no, no problem. Um, I got this. So, okay, Fair Abraham, we all know she starred on Teen Mom on MTV. Uh, then she did a sex tape video which she sold to Vivid Entertainment for a million dollars, and that was her having butt sex. Um, thereafter, well, let me say, I don't know nothing about the rape thing. I, I've not heard anything about that. I have no clue. Um, me too, either. But then shortly thereafter, after she then sold her tape and made her million bucks, and she's like, well, you know, it's ruined my life. I'm a Christian now. And I'm going to write a Christian book. So she ended up writing a, a Christian kids book. That's what she was referring to. Oh, okay. Um, it's, I guess it's written, written, but we're waiting for the release. Well, they're waiting. I particularly could care two shits. In <laughs> um, the process of that, uh, when we did an episode with uh, your son, Bob, I found a thing that she has... She can realize that she makes more money selling sex than Jesus. So she's putting coming out with an erotic... Than Jesus does or than selling Jesus? She can sell sex and make more money than she can when she sells Jesus? Correct. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. No, no, no. You, you're perfect. <laughs> no problem. Um, so she has put together a an erotic, very explicit book um, that kind of loosely is based on her life. And this is not the children's book, no. I would assume. No, and this is coming out soon, uh, which okay. is actually going to come out most likely because it's a bigger publisher. It's going to come out faster than the Christian book. Mm. So that's what she's talking about. Mm. I, I don't know about the New York Times thing. That, bestseller, yeah. yeah. Because that is, that's a good question. I mean, how can you claim yourself to be a, a New York Times bestseller? When you're not even out yet. Right. <laughs> that's kind of like me saying I'm a New York Times bestseller. For me. Yeah. Well, actually, mine's out. So, I don't know. Uh, what was her name? Abigail. Abigail. Abigail so. Glover. So, there's your question. I, I hope I answered it. I, I really... Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I go and I look and I scan the internet and I listen to other shows and try to get tidbits and, and stuff from, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what's out there. And I pull it together and I try to make it funny. Mm -hmm. We don't present this as presenting news. We present it as, can you believe this ridiculous shit? That's kind of how we, we mm. you know, do our segments. So after I put it out there and, you know, you, we, we talk about it. 
we move on to the next subject, mm-hmm. it's kind of poof. It's gone. Well, I think I think maybe what Abigail was doing was she was just kind of putting her two cents worth on uh, as far as that particular subject matter was concerned. Right. So that's cool. You know, she wanted to say what she had to think about it. That's cool. Yes, absolutely. I Thank no you for your email. That. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime, email us, please. Okay, the next one came, actually got it today. Oh, today? Yeah, I was okay. really kind of tickled. I went, oh, good. We have an email for the brown bag. This is from Amber Hauser, Charlotte, North Carolina. Or Charlotte. North Carolina. Carolina. Uh-huh. Um, episode 44 and special. Okay. I am a brand new listener. I am a 20-year-old student, and my mom told me... Day all the time. I think my printer didn't print out the far right-hand side of my message here. Oh. My mom told me one day, something day, all the time. What could it be? My thing didn't print out. Do you want me to push pause and you pull it up on your email? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to screw up Amber's message here. Okay, we'll be right back, kids. <laughs> okay, kids, we're back. Okay, I got it now. Finally, <laughs> I have a new tablet, as you know, but our listeners don't all know. I have a new tablet. Her G Tab. Yes, my G Tab, and it sucks. No, it doesn't. It's just because it's new. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't handle new stuff well. Okay, this is from Amber Hauser, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Episode 44 and special. Okay. I am a brand new listener. I am a 20-year-old student, and my mom told me about this podcast. My mom works at a temp agency and is normally gone most of the day, and I go to classes at night. So we miss each other. We miss each other throughout the day all the time. We were both sitting around the other day, and I told her I was bored and needed a pick-me-up. She told me about this podcast she listens to on iTunes, and I should give it a listen because it is a real pick-me-up for her. At first, I was somewhat skeptical about it because, well, Mom likes listening to it. (laughs) After I listened to It's Miller Time on Saturday, Mom and I talked about the show most of the day on Sunday, Mother's Day. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I presume that was because they liked it. (laughs) Um, I only finished Size Doesn't Matter, and while I enjoyed it, I think I like the long version better. Okay, that's the special. Oh, okay. And having you on the podcast, too, and I'm not sure who you is. Is it you or me? You. Oh, me. Because you were gone during the special. Oh, that's right. That's what the special is. Duh. Okay, all right, let's back that up again. I think I like the long version better and having you on the podcast, too. I'm downloading more episodes off I, off of iTunes now. Mom gave me a list of, quote, must, unquote, listen to. Thank you for making a show Mom and I will start listening to together. Love, Amber Hauser. I think that is just the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mom's got a list of... Must listen to? I don't even have a list. No, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I totally don't. <clears throat> and I do this. For, I was going to say I do it for a living, but I don't really. But, I mean, I do it, and I don't. Right. I, I As you know, I 
I forget from one week to the next what we talked about. But, you know, i got to lay that to some of it to age. I'm sorry, but, you know, Ernie and I go through the same thing at home. I'll go, honey, you remember when I said so-and-so? And he'll go, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go, well, were you listening? Even, you know, because a lot of times he doesn't, you know. Because right. I, I prattle, as my father would have put it, all the time. So I'll say, honey, I need you to hear this. This is important. And then he'll stop whatever he's doing and pay attention. The rest of the time, it's a crapshoot, whether he's going to really hear me or not, you know. <clears throat> and he'll do the same thing with me. Not so much, because he doesn't talk that much. So when he does, I'm really all ears. Right. But, you know, we we kind of go back and forth with, you know, d- did we do that? Did we say that? Did we, you know, what happened with that? Did we see that movie? <laughs> I swear I can't tell you how many times. We have watched either a rental or a movie on television, and two days later we can't remember if we watched it or what it was about. Now, that's bad. I mean, that's bad. <laughs> not too impressionable then. <laughs> well, no, no, not necessarily. I think it's just that we have, we're reaching that forgetful age. Now, he's on meds for his blood pressure. Right. He found out that some of the meds he's on, he's on statins. And they do mess your head up, <laughs> memory-wise. I don't have. I can't. I can't fall back on that. I'm not on. I don't have blood pressure issues. So, right. So I think it's just. Uh, well, I think largely what it is is it's not important enough for me to keep it in there. You know, it's like I told my son the other day. You know, I got 74 years of bullshit in my head. I don't need to cram any more in. Yeah, really. You know, so if something's going to go in, that means something else has got to go out. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm like, it's like a garbage can with a lid, you know? You can't put any more in until you lift up the lid and take something out. Right. So that's kind of where that's at. But anyhow, I think it's really cool that Mom has a, a must-listen-to list. And I think it's even cooler that the two of them get to to enjoy the, the same show, which obviously they're as many years apart, you know, as a mother and daughter can be, right. probably. You know, nor, under normal circumstances, anyhow. And... Yet they do appreciate and enjoy listening to the same crap that we put out, which is phenomenal to me. <laughs> I, and the funny thing is, is I don't even remember what the episode is, but I just remember when they released the name of Kanye and Kim Kardashian's Northwest. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. I mean, I don't remember the name of the episode. Oh, yeah, I don't either. But that was my favorite episode because yeah. simply by the next day. I was slightly hoarse because I went off so bad. <laughs> I know you were really upset with them over naming that poor child North. And, you know, I, like I said, hey, you know, they could of the of the choices they had. Uh-huh. This is probably the least difficult. Okay. I was talking to Rob with the, the movie Madhouse, the, you yeah. know, the guys up in Canada. Right, right. And him. A. A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little and, side joke there for Rob and the boys. <laughs> uh, him and Mike do Flashback Fridays for me. Uh-huh. And they picked their favorite, What We Think. Oh, did they? And it was um, it was the Bieber probation. Because they wanted to know. They, they listened to it because they were like, he's going to break it. He's going to break it. Because we all know how I feel about Justin Bieber. Right, yeah. But it was just, they said they enjoyed it because they were waiting for me just to go off, just to go off. And you didn't that I much. I didn't, no. No. They were disappointed? 
Uh, they were more interested. It was more entertaining to them because they were waiting for it, waiting oh, for it. Yeah. So. Well, we could at any time, any given time, we could go explode over the bee. I mean, you know, that's oh. that's easily done. Oh yeah, that's if that, that's, if that's what they're waiting for. Then. For the simple fact, and I'm not going to get there until we get the headline news, but I got two. Justin oh Bieber. well, that's all our emails for today. Oh, is it? Okay. So we can go on. Thank you, Amber, and. Um, mom mom for listening and for sending us your information about you guys uh, I assume mom's in North Carolina too but that that's just an assumption she could be in Milwaukee or Timbuktu or right Apple Valley who knows <laughs> okay just because I really I'm really curious about this mm-hmm. email us at what we think at jazelmon.com. That's W H A T. Uh, yeah, what we W E T H I A K. For the really dense of you, that's W H A T W E T H I N K at. Do you want them to say A T or do you want them to use an at sign? Use the at sign. Oh, okay. Um, that's an ampersand. And, and, and I don't. <laughs> Hello. That's okay. What is that? It's my my phone. Somebody's calling me. Where the fuck is your phone? Up on the wall. Oh, that phone. How yeah. come it's coming through? Oh, it's just... Because our mics are that good and it's picking up. Wow. That's a fucked up phone ring sound you've got. I didn't pick it. Oh, uh, I believe that. Mine would have been ring, 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 you know. Yeah. That, that would have been my pick. Like just an old-fashioned telephone. Yeah. That's what my phone does. Yeah. My cell phone. Yeah. It just rings. Normal yeah. ring. Yeah. Anyway, but that, anyway. Was, that was interesting. I thought maybe it was the ice cream man or somebody. We digress. Yes, we do a lot. <laughs> Anyhow, but send anyway. us your email yes. at uh, what we think at at jazomon.com. Yes, J A Y Z O M O N.com. Right. Um, what I want to know is I want to know what is that list? What is that must-hear list? Because like oh, I yeah, said... yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. I, I don't even yeah. have a, a list of, you know... Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. But then we're going to... Then we're going to... They'll, they'll do it, okay? And yeah. then we're going to go, what the fuck did we talk about then? <laughs> I don't I'll, remember that I'll tell one. you that. I'll tell you what. You go, you send me your list, and... We'll go through each episode, and we'll pick our favorite pieces out of that episode, and we'll stick it together for a best of show. Okay, there you go. Amber, get your mom's list, and anybody else that's got a list. Absolutely. That, we don't Even alienate. if it's just the last one you listened to that you think is the best one you ever heard, which is highly unlikely. But if that's what you think, then yeah. Well, I think we, we do, you know, each time we do this, we get better at it. Oh, well, we like to tell ourselves that. <laughs> we may be the only ones telling ourselves that, though. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyhow. Yeah, email us. Anyhow. Even if you don't have a list, email us. If you have questions, comments, email us. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll say your name over the airwaves, unless you ask us not to, in which case we won't. Right. But we'll still read your email. Okay, getting on with the next part of this segment. Each and every week we get together and find out about this, uh, what is it? It's the semi-famous fucker who croaked. Right, the SFFCs. Or saying goodbye. Yeah. This week is, and of course, you know, the thing is, kids, 
My birthday was May 8th. Yes, it was. Tony the Tiger died on my fucking birthday. That was inconsiderate of him. I, he could have waited a day after or, day you know, he, he could have cashed in a day early. Now forever on your birthday, you're going to remember Tony Tiger died on my birthday. Yes. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, I'm over it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> There's nothing great about this news. <laughs> oh, that was bad. I was waiting for that. I was waiting <laughs> that was to do bad. <clears throat> the guy who voiced... Oh, look at that. I even got an email that fast saying that was a horrible joke. Was that an email? I, it was an email, but oh. it was. Oh. Um, the guy who voiced Tony the Tiger has passed away. Lee Marshall died of esophageal cancer on... Hard way to go. Yes. Mm. April... Wait, what? Then why was it just released on May? It wasn't your birthday? He didn't die on your birthday? It's. It was released on May... But it says that he died on April 26 at the age of 64. He really is. He's my famous fucker. I guess. <laughs> People didn't even know he died until <laughs> May. That's um, bad. At a, a hospital in Santa Monica, <laughs> California, his son told the LA Times. Oh. <laughs> Marshall first got into the Kellogg's gig in 1999, filling in for the original Tony, Thurl Ravenscroft. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Yeah. Uh, he took over the gig full time in 2005 when Reagan Ravencroft passed away at the age of 91. Holy shit! Yeah, good job. <laughs> um, yeah, Marshall got his first job in radio at the age of 14. He was said to have had such an unusual deep voice as a child that he lied about his age in order to get work. <laughs> he also had several news radio gigs. And worked as an announcer for professional wrestling. Yes, I do remember that. Mm. Marshall, well, he he was um, because he was bilingual, so he. Yeah, he that's not what I thought. You were <laughs> <laughs> Lingual was not the word I was expecting to hear out of your mouth after "bye," but that's okay. Um, and he did a lot of um, like Telemundo oh, yeah. wrestling. Oh, see, Jose. Uh, let's see. Marshall is survived by his wife, son, stepdaughter, and granddaughter. And millions and millions of Tony the Tiger lovers yes. everywhere. Somebody's going to have to take over the gig. Okay, let's see. Let me just... Because I have to see how far... What was that, eight minutes? Oh, of Tony the Tiger. Oh, no. See, I need new glasses. That was only 31 <laughs> seconds. Okay, we can do this. You can do it. Okay, as we always do for saying goodbye to the semi-famous fucker who croaked, we have a video of Lee Marshall's last Tony the Tiger commercial. Here we go. Following this commercial interruption. Oh, no, that is it. <laughs> Frosted Flakes gives you flakes for fuel and frosting for fun. It's part of a balanced breakfast. They're great. Because when you love the game, it shows. How do you show your stripes? Very cute. Very cute. So we say goodbye to Lee Marshall because he was great. Oh, that was good. That was very good. <laughs> that, was, that was great. Thank you. 
Okay, uh, let me just forewarn everybody. What we're about to dive into, you better pull out your hankies. Oh, you told me this was going to make me cry. Yes. Do I have to read it? No, oh. no, no, no. Oh, okay. um, You're going to read it and cry. Well, I'll I'll tell you about, let's see, what do I want to do? Oh. I really don't want to. I'll read it if you don't want to. Um, I can I can control myself, more or less. <laughs> okay, as everybody knows. Oh fuck! I see what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, we get together. Well, fuck! We get together every week. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why uh, I say this every segment, but we get to get get together each and every week to find out what asshole put their ego aside. And we call this the helping hand. Right. Now, this week's helping hand, kids, is I'm a big, well, I was a big wrestling fan. Um, just recently, I've kind of completely fallen out. I've just, I I got... You I have guess, other things on your plate. Yeah. Um, so, when I seen this, I was just like, wow, it really touched me. Um let me. I'll just. I'll, I'll go ahead and give you the title. It's WWE, which is World Wrestling Entertainment, gives young cancer patient ultimate experience weeks before his death. Mm. Mm. Okay, here we go, kids. Mm. Connor the Crusher Melchek died in April after a battle with cancer in his brain and spine. Mm. He was only eight years old. Mm. In December of 2012, Malik was able to live out his dream. He tapped out. His his pro wrestling hero Daniel Bryan backstage at a WWE Raw event after grabbing the company's attention with a viral video campaign, but that was just the beginning. This is that's Daniel Bryan. Mm. Um, in fact, the little boy is doing his signature move, Daniel Bryan's signature move. So oh. that's cute. I, 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 so they they called him the Crusher, the little boy. The little boy, yeah. yeah. Malik left a big mark on the wrestlers and executives he met with the vibrant personality and infectious optimism. Upon learning he had little time left, WWE sent him up or set him up with the ultimate fan experience. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. That child's name isn't Malik. It's looks like Michaelic. Michaelic. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, the company wanted to give Michaelic something to hang on for, said the chief brand officer, Stephanie McMahon, put it. Fast forward to 2014, a week before WrestleMania 30, before another episode of Raw. How did you pronounce it? Michaelic. Michaelic got a chance to perform in the ring. He entered the stage area with Daniel Bryant to wrestles, or to Daniel Bryant to the wrestler's music okay his his theme music mm. surrounded by WWE stars all whom were cheering on or cheering him on um Malik no M yeah Michaelic I'm sorry I'm not trying to screw this up on purpose uh delivered a knocking blow to Triple H who sold it pretty well and pinned the wrestler for a three count <laughs> Now, I'm going to stop there. Okay. This was... Let's see. The video is pretty long. Let me see. I, I want to find a, a specific part of this video. Uh, okay. 
Hit him and cover him. Here it comes. Here it comes. just think all the superstars and divas who saw it, they were all touched by it. They were just all touched by it that we could make such a difference in, in one child's life. It, it was really a great moment. <clears throat> so this week's Helping Hand is the actual, the entire world, world wrestling entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it it just everybody even the ref was is that what they call them referees yes even he was in on you know participating in it and and not just um, half half assed I mean you know they were all in it like it was real right and that I know that made a lot of difference for that kid it's obvious you just seeing that it did the light in his eyes yeah. If I smoked, I'd use the cigarette right now. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm trying to fight it off. But I don't smoke anymore, so... Yeah, that... That was awesome. <clears throat> so, good job, guys, at the World Wrestling Absolutely. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into what we're here for, the meat and potatoes of the show, mm. the headline news. Mm-hmm. Who are we going to rip apart today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first on the rip list. Yes. Future Batman star, Ben Affleck. He's doing a... Ben's going to be Batman, huh? Yes, he is. He is. Okay. He was booted out of the Hard Rock Cafe for counting cards, according to TMZ. Now, let me just read it first, Okay. <laughs> It says, Ben Affleck's blackjack days are over, at least at the Hard Rock in Vegas, because he was just banned for life from playing the game at the casino after security says, or says, says, they caught him counting cards. Affleck was in Sin City earlier this week with wife Jennifer Gardner, who told he planned the Vegas trip as a romantic getaway before he ships off to Detroit for several months of shooting the new Batman movie. But things took an unromantic turn Tuesday night. The Hard Rock Casino sources tell us Affleck was playing blackjack at a high rollers table when security swarmed. According to sources, security informed Affleck he had been deemed as an advantaged player and was no longer allowed to play blackjack at the hard rock we're told security had spotted affleck counting cards uh, whatever that dot 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 a gambling strategy that involves counting cards values decreases betting risk uh counting cards isn't technically illegal but it can get you kicked out of a casino which is exactly what happened to affleck we're told the security arranged for a car service to take him back to his hotel. Uh, FYI, Affleck is a well-known card shark. Back in 2001, he was reportedly amassed $800,000 in blackjack winnings at the Hard Rock, no less, 
by playing three twenty thousand blackjack or twenty thousand dollar blackjack hands at once. Wow. So he's a really good blackjack player, but you know. Well, everybody counts cards when they play blackjack. Right. I mean, seriously, you do. If you're going to play, and I don't play the tables when I go to Vegas, I play the slots. Right. Because I'm not that good at, I'm not a good table player, you know. I, I was like, one time we were at a craps table. This was, fuck, years ago. And I knew so much less about Vegas and playing and stuff as I do now. Right. And um, <laughs> we were on the right-hand side of the croupier, is that what they're called? The guy that was in charge of the table play. Right, right, Uh uh-huh. We were standing to his right, and my husband had rolled, and I was on his right. Uh Uh-huh. And so he handed the dice to me. Well, I'm right-handed. The end of the table was (laughs) to my right. Right. Which meant I had to throw left-handed. But because I'm right-handed, I walked, <laughs> took the dice in my hand, uh-huh. and walked around on the other side of the croupier because I wanted to throw the <laughs> dice right-handed. And he goes, you can't fucking do that. And I, but I said, but I'm right-handed. He said, I don't care. You can't do that. The guy didn't say that. Ernie said that. I mean, the guy was really very professional about the whole thing. It was like, dude, your wife is out of line here. Um, and so I don't remember what happened. I had to go back, you know, and throw left-handed. And I, of course, didn't do very well. And so I said, well, it's because I'm not left-handed. And But he, I mean, the guy was nice. He was very nice about it. But when you're playing blackjack, right. the whole idea is that you want... When you're making a bet, you, you want to know whether you've got a, a, a chance in hell that you're going to hit a blackjack. Right. And in order to know that, you've got to pay attention to what's been dealt. That's counting cards. I mean, seriously, that's counting cards. As far as I know, there's no way to count a shoe full of cards. Okay, but they don't play blackjack with a shoe. No. They play it with a deck. So if there's... And he was at a high rollers table. So the assumption is he was playing alone, but it doesn't say that he was playing alone. If you're gonna, if you're gonna play and you're gonna make 20,000 fucking dollar bets, okay, you're gonna wanna have a clue whether or not you're gonna win. That's gonna involve counting cards. Yeah. So, and I know that there are people who are so good at it that they can tell you how many aces are left in the deck and shit like that, okay? And those are the people they don't like. But the only reason they don't like them is because it ups the odds for the player and ruins the whole scenario in in casinos, which is the house wins. That's the scenario in casinos. Right. The house wins. That's That's how they make their money. They don't make their money giving it away. No. They so they give you a little bit. That's why they don't like guys that know how to count the deck, you know, because they don't want to lose. But to say that he was advantaged because he was counting <clears throat> cards. Well, actually they didn't say that. They just said he was advantaged. Yes. Well, well because they they didn't want to act because me and anybody else at a blackjack table he would that person would be the advantaged player right compared to me okay 
because I know this is zip up. I know how to make 21 and I know that, you know, I know how to play the game, but I can't do much more than go, oh, I remember somebody had an ace around here once, you know, that's it. Because I don't pay attention to shit like that. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Speaking of ace in the holes. They do. <laughs> yes. Or aces in the hole. Oh, God. Uh, Miley Cyrus. You remember her dog died? 
Go, yeah. Yeah, like it was yesterday. Well, she's back, and she's back with a vengeance. Did she get a dog? No. What's she back for, then? Well, she's back on stage. Of course she is. Because she took a little hiatus, and now she's back. <laughs> probably not all she took, but anyway. Well, that's funny you say that, because... <laughs> ah, the Segway Queen hits again. <laughs> because Miley Cyrus hits back at the Bangers... Bangers, B-A-N-G-E-R-Z, Bangers Tour, critics over R-rated stage antics. Or, I said R, that's X. X. What's, okay. It's you ready? Bangers Tour Critics. Who the hell are the Bangers Tour Critics? That's what she's on, is on the banger, like headbanger. Yeah. But instead of an S, it's a Z. Well, I mean, I know what a headbanger is. That's somebody that sits there and bangs their head on a wall. What I don't know what bangers is. It's, it's like... Um, is it a That's musical a head, group? No, headbanger no. is a type of person that listens to really heavy metal. Oh, oh. And they're like oh, doing that. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, okay, now I got it. Okay, I'm there. So. Okay. okay, so she hits back at their, at the critics over an X-rated stage, her X-rated stage, Annex. Yeah, presume. because, you know. This is her way of expressing her remorse for her dog. Oh, that's right. She's still not over it. Yeah, so this is the first one. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Well, she's got something there anyway. Oh, they put up a video. Now, when I checked this earlier, there was wasn't no a video. video. Ah. They've put up a video. And I'm almost, what's in it. <laughs> I'm almost afraid to play the video. I would be, but... And then this is the second... Uh-huh. Okay, they took down the third picture and they put up a video. Oh, okay. Well, hit, hit the play button. We can always delete it. That is true. Okay, kids, let's find out what Miley Cyrus is doing. Oh, video doesn't exist. Oh. I guess it was so bad they took it down. Well, I YouTube can believe did. it. I can believe it. Okay, so she's showing her twat with a piece of cloth over it. Right. Just lewd. Uh. You, you can really tell... You, can you look. know, she's not doing anything they don't do in in, in uh, strip bars or what do they call them? nudie bars? What do they call them these days? I don't know. Uh, she's not gentlemen she, clubs. Oh yeah, gentlemen club. Right, uh, there's an oxymoron. <laughs> um, she isn't doing anything they don't do there. The problem is, she's doing it out in the daylight and in the open, and with little kids watching with, her show, without anybody who wants to watching it, and uh, that. I, she, you know, what Ellen DeGeneres said of her was that she's one of the smartest women in show business. Right. Ellen's not wrong. That woman's very smart. There's a an old saying in showbiz. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. She's the epitome of that. Well, you can look at her face and tell that she's really, really mourning the loss of her Oh, dog. yes. It's obvious that she's just so torn up about it. Yeah. You're on, a, you're on a roll. Speaking of torn up and Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yes. Did you know that there is a Miley, a racist Miley Cyrus street gang in Juliet, Illinois? And they go around beating up people. And when they go beat them up. I'm still, I'm still spinning over a racist... Miley Cyrus Street Gang? Yes. What the fuck is that? So, when they go and they beat somebody's ass... Oh, your dog has decided my foot makes a good pillow. Oh. Cody, get up. Okay. 
Okay. <clears throat> he was attacked by three men known as the Miley Cyrus Gang in a bar in Joliet. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey, look. There's that third picture I was looking for. Oh, that's the one. That huh? is the one. Her her vagina is singing, it looks like. Oh, is that it? Yes. Oh. Mm, well, if you got it flaunted, I guess. Oh, there's, the there's more oh, pictures. Oh, there's her in a balloon. Or is that a balloon? It looks like it. You know, I, I don't think I'd mind half as much of what she does if it wasn't for the ugly face she gets. Yeah, she Okay, is. now that's no worse. That picture right there is no worse than the package-grabbing shit that men do. Yeah, I That's agree. no more, to me, no more offensive. It's different because <laughs> you don't see a lot of women grabbing themselves there <clears throat> out in the open in the daylight. <laughs> but is that RuPaul? No. No. <laughs> Who is that? Looks like RuPaul, kind of. That's a big guy. Uh, Girl. No, that's a guy. That's a dude. Yeah, totally. Oh, here we go again um, with the vagina. Crotch. Yeah, vagina yeah. singing. But see her face. She gets such an ugly look on her face. What is that? Dark. <laughs> why not smile? I mean, you know, if, if she's having fun, and if she's not, why is she doing it? Right. You know, but if she's having a good time, show it. You're showing everything else. <laughs> For reals. <laughs> <laughs> but let me jump back on the what well, the topic the okay. the racist oh, Miley yeah, Cyrus right, street gang right right so they came along and they beat this guy's butt okay let me jump back up here what did you do say something bad about Miley no no oh. they they got an altercation at a bar but as the three men were beating his ass yeah they were talking about how great Miley was they were telling to him that you know did you know whatever and they. You know, kick him in the head or whatever. So they beat his ass, plus they tortured him with Miley Cyrus trivia. What did he do to get him mad? It doesn't say. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll teach you to hang out in bars. Sorry about your problem, Donnie. Yeah, uh, let's see. Okay, we covered that one. All right, well... Kim's not in the news this week. Neither is Kanye. The creative genius and his soon-to-be wife are too busy, you know, out um, preparing their grand stage wedding. There was a quote saying that, uh, you know, the how big the marriage with Kim Kardashian when she married Chris Humphreys a couple years ago. Remember, mm-hmm. it was a big hoo-ha, and then mm-hmm. they were only married for 72 days. Mm-hmm. They were saying that that wedding, which was like millions and millions of dollars, mm. is nothing compared to her next marriage. Mm. That kind she didn't of, learn anything. No, no. Bigger the better, I guess. The more expensive. Mm-hmm. But thankfully for us, all the Cardassian clans are just a bunch of white trash. And I'm not the only one that says that, because the... Uh, Chloe and Courtney Kardashian was rejected by the Hamptons. And why? Because they attract trash. The Hamptons. The the tourist trap Hamptons? Yep. Okay. They won't let them come there? <clears throat> that uh, kind of like Apple Valley saying we don't we shouldn't have a Walmart. Yes. Uh. According to our friends at the TMZ God bless you, TMZ, because yeah, really. if it wasn't for you, I we wouldn't. wouldn't have a show. No. <laughs> okay. Courtney and Chloe can't go to the 
to the Hamptons yep. because they're too trashy. Uh, yep, because Courtney and Chloe won't be taking any or uh, taking the Hamptons anytime soon, despite announcing plans to tape their new spinoff in this ritzy Long Island villages. TMZ has learned no one, capitals, no one, wants to rent. Let's see, shit, I lost my pal, my place. Wants to rent to them for the summer. So far, anyway, because they're more trouble than what they're worth. Real estate sources tell TMZ Courtney and Chloe have been on the hunt for a massive Hamptons property to rent for the summer while they shoot. Chloe and or Courtney and Chloe take the Hamptons. E announced plans for the new show in March, but perhaps too soon, mm. because we're told the producers have hit a brick or hit a brick wall after brick wall while trying to lock down a house to shoot in. All across the Hamptons, sources tell us homeowners have Sorry. That's okay. Get it out of your system. <laughs> Where is it? Maybe I can help you. It's unanimous, unanimously. <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> Across the Hamptons, sources tell us homeowners have unanimously, unanimously rejected, rejected the, the Kardashians. Kardashians out of hand. I guess out of something I can't see. Out of oh, fear, out of they'll, fear they'll, they'll they'll bring, bring negative, negative exposure, exposure to the wealth, wealthy, uh, wealthy communities. communities. Yeah. So uh, that just kind of made me feel better because well, I think they should have named their new show Courtney and Chloe Take. And then left off the destination till they found some place that was willing to take them on. For reals. Like, oh, here's one. Uh, Courtney and Chloe take class lessons. (laughs) I don't think that'll work. I don't think that'll work. You know. How about Chloe and Courtney take the Appalachians? Oh, we're going to get mail now. Oh, oh my hey, God. Here, here's a good one for our, our friends at the movie Madhouse. Okay. Courtney and Chloe take, take Canada. Yes. And take Justin with them. Yes, eh? <laughs> that would be a show I'd be I, interested in watching, eh? I wouldn't wish that on those nice guys. <laughs> that, that, you know, when you, when you can't... When you can't even take the Hamptons for fuck's sake, what are you gonna do? Oh my God, it's it's just like are people do people really do they really have a following of people that watch them they because they to. like them? They have to because they're uh, keeping up with the Kardashians is still on the air. Well, that doesn't mean anybody likes it or watches it. It just means it's still on because some somebody doesn't have some anything asshole, else to put. <laughs> some assholes like, yeah, let's buy that show and put it on television. They'll love it. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know. I I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Pretty funny. One Southampton snob tells us they're all worried about the Kardashians will attract trash and ruin Southampton. So they want them to go to East Hampton instead, <laughs> which is notably more new money. Oh. oh the nouveau riche. Yes. Oh, well, you see, for those of us who live outside of the state of New York, we don't give a fuck. Nope. We don't know East Hampton from South Hampton <laughs> from North Hampton or, or anywhere in between. So if they want to be, like I said, if they want to treat Kardashians the way Apple Valley treats Walmart, 
then go right ahead, knock yourself out. But yeah. I do know an awful lot of Apple Valley residents who shop in Walmart. Every time they bitch about, they're building another Walmart. That's such a trashy store. It'll bring the wrong element here to town, you know. And then they go and shop there. Anyway. Right. So I don't know. I, you know what? I can't go to Walmart without spending at least a hundred dollars. I'll just put that out there right now. I spend some money at Walmart. I don't spend a hundred dollars because I don't because buy that much there. But I'll start buying DVDs um, and start buying this and that and yeah. shit I don't need, yeah. but it's such a good price. I buy it anyway. So. Yeah. Well, that brings bucks into the town. <laughs> it tax dollars anyway, right? That's true. So shut up, Apple Valley. Um, who was it? It was <laughs> and diddle the Hamptons. Yes. Well, oh. you know, there's some people that just. I, I mean, if you're not in the what the 400 or some shit, yeah. they don't want you there anyway. You know. So I, if I were Kim and Chloe, I wouldn't feel too bad about it. It's uh, Courtney and Chloe. Whatever. <laughs> they all start with K's. Just pick one. <clears throat> pick a K name, and that's a Kardashian. Courtney, or yeah. Courtney. Even the younger ones, they all got K that, names. That's, Kendall that's, or something. What is her name? Yeah, Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. Yeah, and but she's a Jenner. Well, hey, they're all Jenners. No, they're well, not. some of them are sort of adopted Jenners. Yeah, but the K thing, I don't know what that's about. It's Courtney like naming your kids one, two, and three, and yeah. four, and five. You know, come on, get can't get any more original than that. Courtney anyway. and Chloe get ghetto. Get ghetto. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that I I would I'd probably watch that. That or 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 Chloe and what's her friend, what's her name? Courtney and Courtney Chloe. And Chloe. Uh-huh. Bring the ghetto to the Hamptons. Ooh. Ooh. Actually, you know what? I I would much prefer them get stripped of their money, put them on the sidewalk of Compton, and start filming. I would watch that. That would be something to watch. They wouldn't live through the night. I know, but God, that would be so entertaining. Well, I don't know. I don't like watching a bloodbath that badly, but uh, other people do. So I don't know. I you know, they, they bring nothing to the table as far as I'm concerned. They're talentless celebrities. Well, there is that too, but I mean, they bring nothing. Even just as people. Now, okay. To be fair. Okay. I'm my own devil's advocate. I've never met the ladies. Okay, and I may okay. and I may be using that <laughs> that term loosely. I don't know. I've never met the family. Right. They may be fine people. But what I don't see is I don't see that coming through with what they have what I've heard they've been up to. Right. Lately. Or ever, for that matter. I don't hear them doing Nice things like the the wrestling guys did for the little kid with that was you know dying of cancer. Um, they may do things like that, but that doesn't make headlines. And so the other stuff they do or don't do that gets the headlines. I don't know. I don't know. They don't do anything for me. They're they're useless. They they show a well, lot more of their largeness than they need to. Well, they're not completely useless because without people <laughs> like them, again, we wouldn't have a show. Was that discreet? <laughs> <laughs> Their largeness. Oh goodness. Uh, I could say something racially motivated at this point, but I'm not going to because it is it would be improper, ill advised, and not terribly funny. Okay. 
so I won't. <laughs> At least not on the show. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, who was it that was talking about our first email? What was that? What was her? What the fuck was that? We just got a new follower on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and give him a shout out. Hey. Uh, this is at FL Right Team is now following you on Twitter. Well, thank you, FL Right Team. Good for them. See, I, I, I get messages like that on my mail. Uh-huh. And, and it says, somebody's, you know, Twittering you. And I go, okay, who? And I go there and it, I don't understand what the message means. So <clears throat> for all of those that are following us on Twitter, thank you. I don't have a clue. David's going to explain one of these days. He's going to sit me down and he's going to explain Twitter to me again. Okay, because I totally don't understand how it works. And I, and I don't get the hashtag things, and I don't get the name, and I don't get all the abbreviations and all that other crap. And, and, and what are we doing that they're following? That's what I don't get. You go to twitter.com slash jazelmodcast. Yes. And you follow us. But what, were, what are we and, doing to be followed? And when you follow us, you are updated for every single show, as soon as one of our Jaisal Modcast shows, that is uh, us, what we think. Oh, they're waiting red. for us to do something. Yes. Okay. That and makes because more sense. we run seven days a week, we have seven shows. That makes more sense. They are notified every single day of as soon as it hits, they're notified on Twitter and on Facebook, which is uh, facebook.com slash Modcast one well, now that makes more sense because I keep seeing that. It keeps going, they're following you. And I go, but I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Why are you following me? Those are people. Get a life. Those are people uh, that enjoy the show. That, well, those are the people that good follow. For them. And so he's, he or she, because we can't tell from that right. address or whatever you call it, name, uh, that person liked a show. And so he wants or she wants to know. When the next one's going to be right, yeah. So now that they're they're following following our feed of information, when our next show comes out, which mm. will be, well, it'll be tomorrow. Mm. Um, then they'll be updated through Twitter once we put that information and out. They'll there. get to listen to all this, wonders, right? And they'll get to hear their Twitter name mentioned. Yes, is that what it is? Twitter name, Twitter handle, handle. Yes, kind of like CVs. Yes. You know what my Same CD concept. handle used to be? What? Fortune cookie. Fortune cookie? Yeah. Ernie's was rice ball. Roger that, fortune cookie. <laughs> yeah, come Say back. hello to rice ball for this me. This is fortune cookie, come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to do that a lot when we were in Georgia. We used to talk on the CB a lot back in the day. Okay. Okay, uh, the reason I ask, um, well, before this dinged, what was the name of our first email? What was her name? Was it Amber? Uh, or? No, Amber was the second one. The first one was um 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 fuck. <sighs> Albright? Oh no, Aldry? Ab, ab. It was an A name. Yeah. <clears throat> it's okay. Just because she had, you know, she was talking about Farah uh, Abraham, mm-hmm. 
Our next topic is MTV drops Farrah Abraham from the team mom. Abigail Glover. Abigail. That's it. Okay, Abigail, this one's for you. MTV drops Farrah Abraham from MTV's teen mom for being a bad example. Hmm. So, this is right up Abigail's alley. As yes. Because I think she was more heated about it than I was. Yeah. And much more than I because I don't pay any attention. This is the teen mom. Jesus. That's her. Holy shit. They fix her up or what? Um, she's had some Damn. serious, serious she's, plastic surgery. Yeah, think. What is that? 38? 40? <laughs> Easily. God. Double, double dip there. Let's see. And a nice skinny little, the rest of herself. That's as far as I can zoom see, in. You know this. those are, you know those are done because... I'm a big woman. I have tits bigger than that, but I'm a big woman, okay? If I was as small, the rest of me was as small as the rest of her is, my tits would be too. <laughs> so you know she had work done. Oh, yes. Okay, anyway. <laughs> we start with... Um, Snooky. Do you know who Snooky is? Snooky is in New Jersey. Yes. Okay. Is a drunken little shit midget. <laughs> Pickle vacuum. <laughs> Now, how do you really feel about her? <laughs> Who's not even potty trained? What the hell is this about? Uh, I, Who said this? I might have to ask uh, Lacey because she followed this. Oh, she said it? Farrah said it? No, no, no. no. This is from this Superficial. Is, well, that's an appropriate name. Who, but, I mean, who said that about poor little Snooky? Does it say... No, it's not Snooky, is it? Snooky. Snooky. <laughs> Uh, it could be schnooky. Who knows? Hmm. Well, I'm just curious. No, it doesn't say. Jesus, I worry about pe- what people think of all the stuff I say. Um, it doesn't. There's no. Um, what was the pickle part again? Right down there. <laughs> I want to see that. Pickle vacuum. Does she eat pickles a lot? What's that about? I, I like I said. I'll have to ask Lacey because she followed Jersey Shore. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I said we gotta go use a punctuation here. She said drunken little shit dash. Midget pickle dash vacuum. So is she a drunken little shit midget pickle pickle vacuum, or is she a drunken little shit midget pickle vacuum? Why did they use commas? Why did they use hyphens? I don't know. Who's not even potty trained? I don't even know what that means. Got me. Did she poo poo somewhere? <laughs> she eat a pickle and make it come out her butt or what? I don't know, but. It does say that Amber Portwood is a suicidal drug addict who has been... Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on, folks. Wait. This is jumping all around. Yeah. I don't even know who is Amber Portwood. Me neither. Or Janelle Evans. There's Farrah Abram. Still... Oh, okay. I get get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Ooh. Um... They're what they're doing is, and I'm not even going to bother bother to read this. Um, hmm. What it is, the first part, because that's all just opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah, well, I gather it's not that. journalism. But whose but, opinion? But they're saying all these people, Janelle Evans, Amber Portwood, and Snooky, they're allowed on MTV. You know, and they're pretty bad people. You know, as far as influencing. Mm. But what her point was is, God, is MTV still on? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Though that people have are playing that, um, 
how do I say this? They're not appropriate for younger viewers. Mm. They're still allowing her on there. Mm. But they're not allowing Farrah Abraham. Mm-hmm. Because, well, she told everybody to go eat a dick. <laughs> no, it says that she got told to eat a dick. They still allow her to... Oh, just got told to go eat a dick. Okay, I read it wrong. Um, Why would they not? I mean, just because somebody told her to go eat a dick doesn't mean they should take her off the TV. That's not her fault. I don't understand this whole thing. Okay, let me bring it down here, and, uh, and we'll just talk okay. about it because I already know the story. Okay, good. <clears throat> they kicked her off of MTV because she was on Team Moms 2 because she was young. She was like 15 or 16 when she had her kid. And then she became popular from that show. Then she went off and made that fuck tape. And then from that fuck... After she got her tits done. Before. Before she got her kids yes. done? She was that good? She looked... She had a kid? She, yeah, she looked different from that to now. Ah, oh, I'll say. And then... Um, <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. So after the sex tape thing, mm. then she came out with her own sex toys. Oh, yeah. I remember that we showed that one time. Yes. Pla- poured plastic all over her private parts. Yes. And, or not plastic, rubber. And, or something flexible and pink. And... Uh, and then sold them. Yes. Like little, here's your little fuck me toy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, now she's coming out with the... I wonder if they sold. I'm pretty sure they probably did. Probably still are, actually. Anyway. Um, and then, she, can, you know, she's coming out with that new sex book. Oh, right. The one that, that uh, Abigail was right, talking upset about. about. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, from there... Um, MTV said, you know what, you're just, you're not... A not our kind of girl. No. Mm. And they're having a reunion with all the moms from that series, because I guess now there's a new set of moms. So they were just going to have a reunion, so they were going to bring everybody in, and Ferris said, well, I'm, I'm interested in attending this reunion. And MTV's like, no, we don't want you here, because you're just not appropriate for the viewership, because... They'll let other teen moms in, but they won't let her in? Right. Why? Because she... I mean, they're fostering the idea of, of teenage girls having babies out of, uh, I hate to say wedlock, but out right. of uh, marital protection, if you will, or something, you know? <clears throat> I mean, that... I got nothing against a single woman having a kid right. on her own in any way she can get it. I got no problem with that, but a teenager... Right. That's just stupid. But that's that's the point of this article. Well, she did it. Is why it, why is she singled out as bad when the rest of them did the same thing? Well, that's what that's again that's, that's what the you're point. Trying of, to say if I shut my fucking mouth, <laughs> is that <sighs> because she's brought so much negative attention to herself? Oh, beyond the um, oh, we got another Twitter tweet tweet. Okay, let me pause the show and say <laughs> ta da flush at. Oh, O-O-H, Sophia is now following you on Twitter. Thank you, Sophia. Good girl. Oh, this is fun. I didn't know that that that, that. I got to get a smartphone. Um, Did I say that? Yeah, oh, for some God. reason today, has we? I've just been getting a shit ton of new followers wow. on the, the Jason Okay, so, so Farah's been a naughty girl besides having had a right. child as a teenager right. without the protection of marriage. Right. 
Because that's the, what MTV so, is saying is that they want to represent the, the trials and tribulations of making that bad decision to have uh, teenage sex. That's what they well, say. If, is they the, wanna, if they want to demonstrate that that's a bad choice, why are they glorifying these young ladies by having them on MTV? And that's kind of where it started because that's they're letting everybody else, but because Farrah has now... Pretty much, she's no longer struggling. She's rich. Oh, no, she's making bucks. So she doesn't fit the... the yeah, the, I get it. I get it. Well, are, all, did all these young ladies... The, I did, apparently, there's like one through what, 50? How many have they had now? I don't know. Well, did they all keep their babies? Ye, all, did, all but one. All but one? Yes. And hers, she farmed out or what? I... Trying to remember, she she adopted it out. Mm, okay, well that's reasonable. You know, you make a you make a, a, a decision, however painful it is to make. You right. make a decision for the for the best interest of the child. Right. And if if uh, having them adopted out is in their best interest, then that's the decision you have to make. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's kind of the wrong way to go about showing young girls that well, I totally not agree smart with you. to have a baby by having all these guys. I mean, now they'll go out and, hey, Joey, get me pregnant. I can be on MTV in a year. Yeah, really. I mean, what? You know, because there are people who do a far less to be on television than have a kid. <laughs> and there are people who will have a kid for far less. That's right. Like food stamps. Speaking of far less ta- talentless dicks. Yes. Oh, Justin Bieber. Ah, the talented less, talentless dick of all time. The T-D-T. The talentless dick of all time. Yes. I like that. I like it too. Anyway, what do you do now? Um, do you know who Seth Rogen is? I do. Okay. I do. Believe it or not, I do. Let me... He went before the Senate hearing committee. Yes, he did. Uh, uh, to support... Alzheimer's Alz- research. Yes, yes. I just saw that on Sunday morning. That's how come I know it. <clears throat> um, <gasps> let's see. Justin Bieber called him a motherfucker? That's not right. Let's see. Let me see. For what? Justin? Grandma's not happy with you. Grandma not going to pay devil's advocate for you anymore if you don't stop doing stupid stuff. Okay. What happens is they're both in Germany. They're both doing a talk show. Seth Rogen is um, in his dressing room. He's getting ready to do it. An assistant comes up to his, his door, knocks on the door. Seth opens it, and he's like, Justin Bieber's a big fan. He wants to meet you. And Seth Rogen's like, okay, that's cool. You know, let me, you know, put on my coat or whatever. And he walks out and he, he meets Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. And Justin Bieber's like, you know, yo, swag, yo. And, um. Which is code for, I'm I cool. really like you. I'm cool. I'm Justin Bieber. Oh, oh, that wasn't code for, gee, I'm a fan. Right. It, oh, it's, okay. it's just like, in fact, um. Okay, Seth, so he said, he said. Seth was kind of. Seth unmo- says, "Hi, here I am," and and Justin goes, "I'm hot." Yes. Okay. I'm, and I'm, I'm Justin. Uh-huh. You know, I, I'm, I'm Justin, and I'm hot. I, I have believers. Uh-huh. And he's like, what did Seth, Seth, Seth Rogan is like, well, you you called me out here. What do you want? You know, mm-hmm. 
and he just stood around like, you know, I'm cool, I'm just a beaver, you know. So after the show, he went home, uh, Seth Rogen did, and he tweeted on his personal account, he goes, you know, Justin Bieber, you're just a piece of shit. <laughs> Good for you, Seth. <clears throat> and then Bieber shoots back with a tweet. Let me find that tweet. I just saw it. There it is. Seth Rogen, sorry I didn't bow down when I was asked to meet you. Huh? Yes. Huh? Yes. Now he's he's saying that um that uh Seth wanted to meet Justin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like that's what the way it went. But in fact that Justin's assistant there in Germany mm-hmm. has already come out and said Justin told me to go get Seth. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe a, there was a language problem. Maybe. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Sorry, let's see. I didn't bow down. Nice to meet you. Go ahead. To meet you was probably a bit shy and didn't want to be over the top, but still love your movies. Oh, please! I don't believe that. And but that was following the. Um, the time when he said he was a motherfucker? Yes. Oh. What did he say that to his face or on tweet? Twitter. 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 So See, I didn't know you could say stuff on Twitter. Can you say stuff? Oh, yes. Why don't our people say things to us, our followers? Why don't they say, ooh, love ya? They do. She didn't. Sophia didn't. Oh, no, because she just followed. She just joined. Oh, oh. So there's followers and yeah. then there's what? Whaters? Tweeters? No, well, followers <laughs> Followers means that someone... Watches our show, wants to know when just, the next one's on. Right. I just, got that. Just found out about the Jayzo Modcast. Okay, I got that. All these these two people that right. we talk about are brand new to the, the, the podcast. Right. Okay, what about the ones that aren't brand new? Do they say things? Once in a while they do, oh, yes. okay. All right. Say stuff to us on Twitter. Yes. that's Remember, we've done a couple shows and we've read <clears throat> Twitter comments. Okay. That's why. Okay. Okay, so anyhow, Justin Bieber, what, to his face or tweeted him? Oh, no, he's a, he's a little bitch. He's not oh, going to say know. nothing to his I face. Know. I know. You know, Seth Rogen, uh, you know, he's a funny guy. Yeah. But compared to Justin Bieber, you know, he's huge. Oh, yeah. You know, he'd well, squash him. And he's an adult. Hello. You know, I mean, there is that. Right. Justin Bieber's still a child, as far as I'm concerned. Did he turn 21 yet? Uh, I don't think so. But he he may be tried as an adult. Oh. God, you set me up great. I'm so such a Segway queen. All right, kids, this is the last bit of the evening. Except I have one more. Okay. I think this one should get out there. Okay. I think people should hear this. This is horse shit. Anyway. <sighs> According to, again, our friends at TMZ, yeah. Justin Bieber, yeah. DA tells egging victims' uh-huh. house should be charged with a felony. That's right. Mr. Swag, the DA office, is taking this seriously. Good. And they're working on per... Uh, I just, did you see that? It's a poof, what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. It just went... Out the window. It's the they're, new meds, I tell they're, you. They're working on a um, charge. Yes. Uh, to charge Justin Bieber for egging that, that one guy's house. I think they should. It's the same as if he threw paint on it or... Vandalism, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So, <clears throat> good. What I'm what I'm seeing is he's going to end up going to court. He's going to get charged, and I I don't know if he'll get any type of jail time. But are you old enough to remember who O.J. Simpson was? Oh his? my God, yes. Okay, well, what happened with him? He was set free. Mm-hmm. Yes, I rest my case. Okay, but hopefully this might be enough of a scare as a felony to maybe push him in the right direction. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm reaching. Hey, maybe he likes getting it in the rear. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what his future will be. I'm swag, yo. Yeah. Come over here. <laughs> he'll be somebody's bitch and by noon. Yeah. They won't even have lunch on the table and he'll be somebody's bitch. So. Uh, hey, aren't you, aren't you jutting beer? Yeah, yo, I'm swag. Yeah. Yeah, bring that ass over here and let's see how swag it is. I can see it now. You sure do got a pretty mouth there, boy. Mm, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's see. Oh, you know what? Then they could punch out all his teeth because it'd be be better. Right, right. I mean, I don't have a dick, okay? But I would think that if I was going to have some, if I was going to have a dick and I was going to have somebody suck it, I'd rather have them do it without teeth. Because I'll tell you what, I have breastfed. <laughs> Trust me, it isn't as much fun when the little fuckers get their teeth in. Okay, so I'm thinking they'll have to take out his teeth first. Uh, okay. You know, punch him in the jaws, get all the teeth out. He's he's old enough to have all his big boy teeth, right? Right. Okay, so they get all the teeth out, and then it'll be a smooth ride. They'll love him. Oh, yes. They'll love him. And, he, and even if he gets teeth. Well, he could afford to have pegs put in, even in prison. But let's say that he doesn't. <laughs> he can still take them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so bad. Uh, uh, our, our, our growing love for Justin Bieber. <laughs> you, you, yeah. So we'll keep you know going with that. But they uh-huh. are saying that uh-huh. prosecutors have been investigating um, Justin and the, the egging victim. And I think if nothing else, they should make him completely restore the house. He should ha- be made to make a public apology that is sincere sounding, at least. Okay. Um, let's see. Restitution, public apology. Nope, oh, there's another Twitter. We have another Yay. new follower. And anything else they can think of. This is Naples. <laughs> Smart girl. Is that Naples says in I never get to sleep or I'm from Annapolis? <laughs> I wonder. I see I don't understand Twitter names either. Mm, I don't know. SSB would have to be my Twitter name because I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> but that's okay. Everybody doesn't want to hear what I don't understand. So um, there was $20,000 in damage and here's oh, the damages. Oh, there are the pictures. Yes. yes. They were finally released. $20,000 yes. worth of damage that child did just to throw eggs. Yes. Well, because. And they had, had they done something to, you know, supposedly piss him off? I can't remember now. No, no. It was just a random attack. Random act of violence. Yep. So. Oh, I think, I think tit for tat is called for here. I think that the people who he wronged should be able to throw eggs at him, his face. Yes. Raw eggs. Rotten. Ooh. Rotten yes. eggs. Let him sit out now. 
and then start now okay sit out a box of eggs in the sun somewhere somewhere in the sun and then when when the whole thing is over and he's convicted right they should be allowed to throw those rotten eggs at him and then he shouldn't be able to take a bath until how long was it before he fixed everything uh, uh from what i understand it's still not fixed okay i'm good with that let him walk around with egg on his face. Ah, uh, literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, and I'm going to close this out, and then we'll go to you. Yeah, okay. Uh, sources say that the officer has been split over whether to charge Bieber with a misdemeanor or a felony. Mm. But the guy who handles the case has a clear view. It's a felony. It's a felony. Oh, he's looking at hard time. Yep, yep. Mm, the boys are going to love him. Uh, They're going to love him. Okay, what do you got? Well, I while I was uh, doing what was I doing? I was doing something here on my tablet, uh-huh. and um, I came across my latest because my husband has set me up so that I get um, emails from the LA Times every okay. time something happens, right? And even when things don't happen. But because this jerk is in the news so much now, it caught my eye. And so I thought I would let our listeners know the, the latest thing that Donald Sterling has done. Okay, because we actually did miss that. During that whole downtime, yeah. uh, while you were on vacation, right. that's what happened. And we, we haven't covered it, so yeah. Okay. L.A. Clippers owner Donald Sterling lashed out at Magic Johnson during an interview on CNN broadcast Monday night, alluding to the NBA's NBA greats HIV positive diagnosis and saying, quote, I don't think he's a good example for the children of Los Angeles, unquote. And as I said to you when I uh, when we were off air right. and I read that, I, I said, which particular children of Los Angeles who may already have a diagnosis of HIV might he be referring to? Right. Because as those of us who are intelligent and educated on the subject know, HIV can be contracted in a number of ways, all of which, or most of which can be innocent and asexual. Right. And uh, like any other horrible disease, HIV knows no age or sex boundaries. That's right. Uh, Sterling's comments came as he addressed racial remarks that he made that prompted the NBA to ban him for life. In a recording released by TMZ, <laughs> two weeks ago, Sterling tells a female friend, V. Stiviano, not to associate with black people, including Johnson. Quote, what kind of guy goes to every city has sex with every girl, then catches H... Well, then catches, and then the close quotes are right there. Outside of quotes is HIV, hmm. comma. So I'm not sure what how accurate this quote is in terms of what he's saying. Gotcha. Sterling told Anderson Cooper, quote, I think he should be ashamed of himself, unquote. Sterling also questioned whether Johnson has made a positive contribution to the African-American community in Los Angeles, he then pointed to his own charitable work. You know what? He's a douchebag. Not uh, Johnson, obviously. Um, Sterling. He, he's yeah. just a douchebag. He's ignorant. And just because he stealthy ass rich doesn't th- give him the liberty to spread hate. And I hate that shit. Who was it? Uh, just 
the other day. I, uh, I think it may have been on that Sunday morning show that I watched. Uh, somebody said, you know, if somebody wants to show their ignorance to the world that badly, then let them, because everybody needs to know how really ignorant this man is. Obama said that. Was that Obama? Oh, Obama I, said that. I quote none but the best. Okay, I mean seriously. Right. You know, let let him show himself for the asshole that he is. The ignorant. I might even say ill-bred if I knew for sure, but I'll just say ignorant asshole. Okay, that he is because obviously he has no understanding. Like I said, of HIV, how it's contracted or can right. be. He has no knowledge of the the good. That Magic Johnson has done, not only for the community in Los Angeles, but for the world. Right. He has been such a positive role model for thousands of of people, millions of people, and from hundreds of different points of view. Right. Hundreds of different reasons (coughs) have, have brought their attention to him, and they've gained positive um, a positive reaction because of him right to whatever their plight happens to be whether it's because they're black or they have uh, HIV or they're downtrodden or they're financially you know up <laughs> up the creek without a paddle whatever the case right there have been so many people touched by his magnanimous in the best sense of that word um presence, you know, that to, to just viciously malign this man, you know, just shows how truly ignorant Donald Sterling is. And, and it's unfortunate that <clears throat> with all the money he apparently has, he couldn't have managed to buy himself some smarts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There you go. Oh. All right, kids. That's it for this show. Um, it was a nice, long, hefty one. So. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, shit. It's almost eight o'clock. <laughs> All right. So this... this <laughs> 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 for, for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. And you heard what we think. And now you know. Good night. Good night. <laughs> that was funny. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. Or S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. <laughs> hey, see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.